Now, I remember this in the sort of late 80s when I was watching WWF or, or somebody was taping it for me. I was going around to my mate Dave's house uh, and he had Sky and he called the picture that he received Skyovision because it was very, very snowy. Um, and this is primetime wrestling. And I have a subscription now to the WWF or WWE network. And I don't watch the new stuff on it, apart from NXT. Um, but um, I watch it for the old stuff. And primetime wrestling is one of those old things. So I've gone back to the beginning and um, of primetime wrestling. And I'm going to watch along. So listen to me. While I watch along, and let's see what we get from Primetime Wrestling. Here we go. Well, that's funky music. Very funky. They used to do a lot of this in the, in the sort of um, mid-80s. Yeah, very funky. Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura are featured up front. Ah, it's Heenan. Oh, can't hear them over the music. Can't hear them. It's Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon behind a desk. That's right, that's what prime time was, wasn't it? It was kind of a... It was kind of a... It was kind of a... Um, kind of a sort of sort of talk show thing. Apparently, Jesse's not here because he'll be making. What year is this? Just a minute. He'll be making. This is eighty six. Will he be making Predator? If it bleeds, we can kill it. I think he will. I love Predator. I like Predator too as well, actually. Um, so I think Bobby Heenan sat standing in, or rather sitting in, looks very good. You know. Um, He's got he's got the got the suit the suit jacket on with the with the the, the little um, handkerchief in the top pocket. Monsoon has a lovely bow tie and ruffled shirt. He's got um, he's got his cufflinks in, and he's also got a nice cherry red jacket. Right. <laughs> now, um, okay, so there's a, a match later with the Professor Tanaka, or as uh, I, I mean, he calls him my old friend, which is fair enough, but he also calls him Chopstick Charlie. Now, maybe they used to use that phrase, but I mean, really, <laughs> Gorilla, <laughs> blimey, we're being taken to the match. There's the Fink, and he, and they've got at this point the um, oh, there's Freddie Blassie getting getting right. <laughs> Getting very angry and getting right in the camera, and they've got that microphone that comes down from the from the roof, they, that, from the ceiling. That looked a little bit old school, I think. After a while, and they stopped it. Here's Nikolai Volkov. I wonder if he'll sing the. That's the anthem. I think he's going to. The microphone's very near his mouth. I think he will be. Yep, we're going to get the National Anthem. There we go. Crowd are, crowd are hating this. 
it's really good cheap heat, isn't it? He's going for the whole thing. Usually they cut him off, don't they, with the opponent's music coming in, but no, he's getting the whole thing. I've never heard him sing this much of the national anthem as Freddie kissing the, uh, the Soviet flag. And um, the fans are hating it, of course. Some of them are waving their fists, it looks like. It's getting the whole thing. We could be, I mean, I don't know how many verses it's got. Oh, it's finished. It could be a bit longer. I thought we could be here all night with that one. Oh, I think it's Alfred Hayes with, uh, with Gorilla Monsoon. Ah, Tony Gurria is his opponent. Yep. Still got that lustrous hair, you know, at this point. Yeah, I forgot that from New Zealand. I suspect that Nikolai will be winning this. Big Nikolai, I think he'll be winning this. But uh, we shall see, won't we? I mean, maybe Tony will get a roll-up or something, but uh, I doubt it. I think Freddie will be involved. You pencil-neck geek. This must be... I think Freddie... Did Freddie leave the year after? I think he gave a lot of his... I tell you what, Nikolai looks quite, um, quite muscly. When I was watching it in sort of 88, 89 time, or even 87, it wasn't that muscly then, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think um, Heenan gave a lot of his contract... Uh, Blassie gave a lot of his contracts to Heenan, I think, when he went. Oh, yeah. He's got those high trunks, has Volkov. I'll tell you what, he's going, he's going for Gurria quite early. He's... Uh, Smacking him around a bit, you know. Oh, he does that thing of taking the head to the other side of the referees, out of the referees' um, sight, and um, and punching him. I like that. I like that nefarious heel move. I haven't seen any big moves yet. Eyes. Ah, actually, that was quite a nice. He's selling that massively. He leapt into the corner. Gurria moved, and uh, he's selling, hitting his head quite badly. Actually, he's really going for it. Crowd loving that though. Korea's putting the uh, Korea put put a few knees in and then thought he'd get a pin from that. No, 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 Tony. Oh, he's got a headlock. Uh, shot right over uh, Blassie's right shoulder. Always nice to see. They like a lot of that with um, with Heenan. They had a lot of that with Heenan. He won't leave that headlock alone, despite what I think about it. Oh, Guria. Won't leave it alone. lad yep it is Ernie lad the cat I don't expect to see too many head scissors in this one Ernie yep oh dear that's several times from gorilla well I do like gorilla's work actually oh yeah, that was quite nice 
Blassie just pokes him. He's just poking Greer as he lie as he lays on the on the mat with his stick. Just pokes him in the solar plexus. Yeah, naughty boy. It's got to be finished soon. This more punches from uh, from Volkov. Oh, uh, well, he's playing the crowd, Guria. He's got hold of Volkov's foot. Oh dear. Oh, now he's just let go of it and put the atomic drop on there. Oh, it's one of those atomic drops where, um, where it didn't he didn't quite connect properly with the knee, so he fell over afterwards and couldn't he couldn't do the uh, oh oh between and berries routine, you know, do the knock need thing or you know cup his equipment, shall we say, that sort of thing. Ah, yes. Sadly, the Iron Sheik passed today. Wonderful, wonderful wrestler. I mean, really had a... I mean, one of the great things in the WWF, though, was that he was the um, the instrument that was used because of his great old school heel. Well, I um, well, I'm you know I, I live in America, and make my my living here, but Iran is number one because he always stuck to that very simple old school heat. He was the the um, he was the way that you could take the belt off. It was Backland, wasn't it? And give it to the Sheik, put it on the Sheik, and then that would allow Hogan to have it. And the new era came to be. And, um, you know, when you look at the, uh, I think it was the Dark Side of the Ring um, video of him and, uh, you know, the, the grief he had from the terrible way that his daughter died and his descent into drug taking and then his resurgence and the way he owns Twitter and and works on on Twitter on his own terms and he's so popular on his own terms or was it's wonderful that that's happened just before he's passed and um, great wrestler knew exactly what he was doing in the ring both physically and through the for the business I mean there, there is the story about him being in the same car as Hacksaw Jim Duggan of course um, but knew how to work the crowd and that's something you don't always get with wrestlers these days and uh sad that he's that he's that he's left us but here there's a mention that he's uh palling up with nikolai volkov and volkov's in the best uh, shape of his life because uh, they think of the iron of the iron sheik's um influence because he's very keen on that which he was this is uh this is quite a knockdown and drag out affair to be honest ropes look a bit slack red white and blue ropes of course um, I mean, it's a, it's a meat and potatoes uh, offer here, but you'd expect that in 1986. Guria there wants to get a pin from a uh, from a uh, from a knee. Greer's trying several pinning combinations here. 
none of which are interesting. But he's trying it, you know. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Nice to hear Alfred Hayes. Ha ha ha. Lovely. That's a bit weird. Um, Guria uh, came to jump into the corner. Uh, Volkov wasn't there. But Volkov had moved about, what, two or three seconds before Guria did. It looked as if Guria actually um, tried to jump into an empty an empty buckle area. Ah, Volkov's won. With it looked like some kind of quite, quite um, utilitarian, shall we say, leg drop. Or knee drop, should I say. It, um, Blassie's just getting into the ring now, as if he's only just realised that uh, that his man's won. Freddie Blassie's book's very good, by the way. I think it's called Listen Up, You Pencilnet Geeks. I had it, sold it on. Because I haven't got any room in my house for more books. But, um... <laughs> A comment from uh, Greta Monsu when they go back to the studio. Uh, he certainly laid one on him, did he not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's quite nice actually that Gorilla Monsoon is just uh, talking about talking about American football footballer you're going to have uh, he had bad knees and uh, your, your man King Kong Bundy's going to have bad knees because he's carrying around all that weight on a little frame <laughs> um, Heenan's not not as uh, florid and comedic in this but I suppose it's early days for him really Oh, they're talking about Jake, the snake, Roberts here. Yeah. I think he's going to fight. Scotland? Scotland, Scott McGee. From Scotland. Didn't know he was from Scotland. Look, he's called Scott. Doesn't mean he's from Scotland. But maybe he is. And this is uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake Le Snake Robert and Stone Mountain, Georgia. Yep, remember that. And um, there's there's Gorilla um, at ringside, not in the rafters, at ringside. As we see um, Damien moving in the bag. That was good, that. This will be a <laughs> squash match, won't it? I suppose. My cat Claude's looking at me. In a strange way, for that no Claude, you're not going out. I need to close the door so that Claude doesn't go out because if he doesn't, if he goes out, he won't come back in again. So just a minute, let me close the door. There you go, that's done. And now I can get back to the Jake the Snake Roberts match. I can. They keep showing the uh, the snake. I suppose it was quite a 
I suppose it was quite a novelty at the time. Like a gut buster there from Jake. He's got the long trunks now. Or in America they call them tights, don't they? He's got that. Um, so he didn't have those in the early days when he came to uh, the WWF. And he's just smacking Scott McGee's head into the mat. Which is not very nice. Oh dear. Scott's selling it a bit there. Shoulder block from Jake. A shoulder block. I do. <laughs> he looks at the crowd as if to say, What do you expect? Quite nice. He's one of my favourite wrestlers. Always was. Oh, McGee comes back with a drop kick. And a snap suplex, which is all right. Kind of muscles him over. A gut wrench suplex, yeah. Not bad, you know. Very quick, that. Quick offense. Jake wants to slow it down. Scott doesn't want to do that. He's going out after Jake. Jake's trying to take a breather. There's no breathing in wrestling. Oh, there is breathing. All right, any breathers? Yeah. But there are breathers. You know, they'd have to be to actually get around the ring and all that and actually be living. What I mean is you can't take a breather when you're wrestling. So timeouts. Oh, well, I, blimey, that was a, that was a, a knee from McGee. A knee from McGee. The knee from McGee. That really connected with the nose area of Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah. Jake's going for the snake. Stop <laughs> from doing so by McGee. Who looks like he wants some kind of... Um, well, it looked like he was going for some kind of stomp on the twig and berries area. Pulls him down by his hair. So the, the extraordinary thing here is that McGee is not a good guy either. He's pulling him by the hair. He choked him earlier. And uh, Roberts isn't uh, supposed to be a good guy either. Bit odd. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, short clothesline. From uh, Jake, I think we know what this is the, is the precursor to, unless he's not doing it yet, because he had a different finisher when I saw an earlier program of, was it Superstar, something like that, no, it wasn't, it was the big event, wasn't it, was it called the main event, no, the big event, I think it was called, and his finisher wasn't the DDT, no, he's not followed up, he's followed up the short clothesline with a punch. Oh, that was rather good. That was excellent, actually. Um, McGee pushed him to the ropes. Jake held on. So McGee sort of rolled out of it. Run off the ropes. Went to catch him in the DDT. Snap DDT. Straight down. Beautifully done. As uh, Jake always said, it was the... Um, it was... The leg slid through, which really helped to add some sauce on that move. And here comes the sneak. Finkel's getting out of there. He's high-chaining it right to the other side of the, of the ring. 
and he's taken with him the uh, the microphone. It is massive, that snake. It's a lot bigger than, than Damien. That's massive. It is slithering all over. McGee, that's good, actually. That's really good. Like, you know, like Damien, Damien just sometimes used to, not Damon, Damien just sometimes used to, just used to kind of lie there. Well, this one's on the move. It's massive. It's huge. Oh, they are calling this one Damien as well, so the smaller Damien that he used later on, unless this is the same snake, looks bigger to me. Good performer. Really good. I mean, the camera's staying on this snake for quite some time. This will probably be about 10 minutes worth. But um, I can understand why, because the snake's mobile and uh, McGee's working well with it as well. Well, I've still got the snake. I mean, they're all talking about, oh, look at that. I wouldn't like to be in the ring with that. No, neither would I. No, look at that snake. Yeah, look at it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't like to be. No, no, nor me. No. no yeah. More pictures of the snake. Look at it. Yeah. Ooh. I had a long time with the snake. I did say, didn't I? I did say that was what would happen. And uh, indeed it has. As, as I said earlier, I suppose it's a novelty really, what isn't it? Not a lot not a lot of people had seen it really. As Monsoon said, I've never seen one that big. He was talking about the snake, obviously. It is massive. I mean it's got a thickness to it. I don't think I've ever seen a snake that big. As as Gorilla said. Gorilla, that's disgusting. That's humiliation. Yes, yes, it is. That's what you thrive on. <laughs> Very nice. Tito Santana, former Intercontinental Champion. There's Mean Gene. Often a class act, I have to say. Here he comes. Wearing a t-shirt with Arriba on the front. 
They're recapping his career. So that playing football, didn't you? Don't know why they're doing this. You're no longer the champion, are you? No. Well, bye then. Who'd be the Intercontinental Champion at this time then? Who would it be? Oh, Savage! Yeah, of course. It's Randy, isn't it? It's Randy Macho Man Cabbage. Ooh, yeah! Dig it! Oh, he's going to fight fire with fire. Oh, sometimes, sometimes following the rules doesn't work, apparently. Tito's going bad. Yeah, he's just totally going to fight fire with fire. He's late twice now. I wonder if he'll get a third one in. Oh, they make a point of it. They make a point of the championship committee here. As Tito says. Randy said that you won't get another title shot. It's not up to you, my man. It's up to and means you Oakland championship committee jumps in. Yeah, and uh, championship committees seem to get seem to get forgotten these days, don't they? <laughs> I want to make the match, and that match is now on. It's official. Oh, is it? We only talked about it two two minutes ago. Where's the championship committee? Where where are they? Have you asked them. What do you do? Text them. Tito Sammartino, that's what uh, that's what Bobby wanted to call Tito Santana then. Tito Sammartino, yeah, it's an interesting hybrid wrestler. Oh, Bobby. Paul Christie. Paul's got a DA. It looks like, you know, the hairstyle looks like it. Blimey, looks good. Versus King Tonga, otherwise known as Haku. A genuine tough guy, from what a lot of people said. I like his work. Looks a bit like Peter Ustinov, in my view. I mean, not that Peter Ustinov was a wrestler or anything like that. And uh, I really like Haku's work. Or Mang, whatever you like to call him. I preferred him as Haku, but um, or King Haku, actually. And I, I liked him when he was with Bobby and all. And I think that um, he's an overlooked talent. Oh... King Tonga's going for the handshake. Paul Christie didn't want that. Is he called Paul Christie? Was it Paul? Doesn't want that. He's, uh, he's begging off early on. He's the bad guy here. Haku looks really muscly. You know, not, not in a kind of um, ripped way, but in a kind of natural, I'm, I look really thick set way. It's good. Actually, Christie's working very well. He was going for the ropes. He's looking a bit frightened. That's good stuff. Armbar reversals. Oh, that was quite nice. 
an armbar reversal to a quick leg drop from uh, from King Tonga. Apparently, by, with the armbar, you can tear the arm right out of its point of insertion, according to Dr. Gorilla Monsoon. He's not talking about the uh, occipital protuberance, what do you call it that? Or the collateral laterals. I might just take it a bit of a dip to be honest. Oh no, we got a bit more action. Christie's trying hard. Oh, big punches from Christie. Really, oh, he's really laying those in. Blimey. Got to do a lot more than that to, to King Tonga though. Yeah, that, that he's come back with a some kind of throat thrust. Although Christie looks to be um, covering his eyes. Interesting. <laughs> That's quite nice. The ref tells uh, Tonga to stop, um, stop stomping. He just raises his hand to him and then thinks better of it. Not the ref, Tonga. The ref should be doing that, to be honest. Oh, a Christie headlock. Yeah, actually, though, he's selling it really well. I think his work's really rather good. He knows what he's doing here. Christy's still taking it to him. Eye rake. Yeah. Oh, two eye rakes. Oh, I like that. Is he biting him? I think he is. I think he's trying to bite him. I really like Christy's work. I think I just said it, didn't I? But I mean, it looks like... Um, it looked like then that it was supposed to be some kind of joke that Christy had forgot to do. And so Haku just did what he was, what he was supposed to do, which is to fall on the floor without there being any choke applied. He's applying it now. Oh, that's good work from Christy. He's got, he's got kind of wild staring eyes into the camera. Very nice. I'm really enjoying what he's doing. Have a look at his, uh, look at his career while we're on. Just a minute. Let's have a look. Paul, is he called Paul Christy? Paul Christy. Yeah. American professional wrestler. Uh, NWA. Let's have a look. See where he, where he wanted. He, he, he passed a couple of years ago. He was 82. Uh, championships. On the ICW um, Heavyweight Championship twice, uh, Southern Tag Team Championships, Gulf Coast version. Uh, where did he Where did he work then? Uh, he worked in Arizona with Mike DiBiase and Dory Funk Jr. Uh, worked with the WWA. Uh, 
Um, how the tag team tag team champions championships with Wilbur Snyder, Moose Cholak, and Roger Kirby. Um, they worked for the ICW. He worked for the ICW in the eighties. Um, and then yeah, it was a. They used the word jobber. Yeah, he worked in Chicago after when he semi-retired. He worked in Chicago territory as a villain when he. Uh, when he was saying retired, his work here is rather rather smashing actually. Oh, nice crescent kick or scorpion kick it's called now, isn't it? From Haku, very nice, nicely applied. And he's going up top. He's going up top. Oh, he's quite happy up there. I don't quite know what he meant to do there because he came off with the knee, leading with the knee. I think he missed with the knee. I think the knee hit the mat. So really all he did was slap his hands on Christie's chest. But that'll be your pin, ladies and gentlemen. Quite get it right. But it's nice seeing King Tonga or Haku. And Christie's work was a bit of a revelation for me there. He's still in the ring. <laughs> still lying down. Jack Toddy mentioned. They talk about the small door of the cage at WrestleMania 2. He's going to be creating some litigation, apparently, is he done? Yeah. Oh, Nanny Poffo's on next. Leaping Lanny. Very nice. Passed recently, of course. Um, work. I, I liked his work as a genius. Superb. Yeah, Rene Goulet. René Goulet. Never seen him very often, René Goulet. Go on, think. There's René. He's got, a, he's got a sparkly glove on, a bit like Michael Jackson. Lanny's throwing out his frisbees. It was during this period. Yep. He's, gets, he, he's got some cheers as well, actually. Nice one. Nice tash on, on Lanny as well. Very nicely done. Well, that was a nice little bit of dog roll for you. Although I do like his poems. The Poet Laureate of the World Wrestling Federation, apparently, is Lanny. 
Well, I don't think there were many takers for that. I don't think that you, it was it was a very stringent interview process or anything like that. Goulet's selling this bad man persona. <sighs> Prevarication from Goulet. Man, he's not happy. Got out to join him on the apron. And there's the bell. You see, so really, the bell hadn't rung, so um, why bother about the prevarication? <laughs> Goulet's looking for a looking for a bit of a pause and through the ropes and all that. Oh, kip up from Lanny. Well, they do call him Leapy Lanny, Leaping Lanny, or they did. They didn't call him Leapy Lanny, they called him Leaping Lanny, didn't they, Steve? Yes, they did. Oh, I like the way Goulet's breaking the hole by putting his head between the ropes. Fans are hating it. Ha <laughs> Yeah, Lord points out that uh, that since he joined about a year ago, he's uh, Lanny has done very well. And he did got some really good early wins and some good early impetus. Oh, that's quite nice. <laughs> Putting his foot right in Goulet's face. Goulet's holding on. <laughs> Goulet tried to put his foot up, and as he could only get it halfway up. And <laughs> Kicked him right in the twig and berries. <laughs> he thought better of it and put the other foot up instead. Oh, Goulet, kip up. Smash him. Taking a breather now as a map move. It's basically a uh, it's basically an arm bar. <laughs> Mar 
monsoon. That's your time, scissors. I haven't seen one of those. <laughs> I can see one for quite some time. No, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Well, that's quite nice. Lally tries to bridge out of the uh, of the short arm scissors. Can't do it. Oh, he has. He has. He sort of uh, rolled back out of it. Very nice. No, there's no time out in the world of professional wrestling. Well, there is if you put your head between the ropes. In there. Because you have to stop that. The referee stops it. So there is a time out then. Apart from that, there's no time out. Unless you go to the outside and uh, your opponent doesn't come out to, to, look, to look at, you know, to, to come and get you. But apart from that, there's no time outs. In Unless you're walking towards the, the entrance um, and then come back before the count of ten. Apart from that, there's... You get the point, don't you? Yeah. Oh, Rennie's playing the crowd really well here. Well, Ernie and uh, Guerrero are not very happy that... Um, that when looking at Goulet, who was on the apron, Lanny um, somersaulted, back somersaulted, or moonsaulted in a way. No, back somersaulted because he, he, he stuck the move and got on his, on his feet. They were really concerned that he might have broken his leg. There's no concern about that now, is there? <laughs> oh, it was a head scissors. A nice head scissors, according to uh, Grilla Monsoon. I'm not sure that any head scissors is nice. To be honest... Ah, Goulet's trying the headstand move to get out of it. Can't do it. <laughs> he just falls back into it. Very nice. <laughs> I love the way that Goulet is just slowing down this match constantly by just talking to the ref and walking around and taking it as he wants to. Very nice. Good work. Good character work. Oh, another head scissors. Come on, Rene. Come on. I know you want another breather, but for goodness sake. Another bridge out of it. Same sort of thing. He's doing the... Uh, Headstand move now and twisting out of it is Lanny. Crowder enjoying that. Very popular, Lanny, at this point. Great. <laughs> oh, we didn't even see the end of that match. We just saw Goulet slap. Um, Poffo and then and then get round the side of the of the ring post smiling. 
Is that it? Oh, no, they'll be back with the conclusion of the match. All right, up next, more WWF action. Yeah, well, specifically, the end of this match. Come on. Oh. <laughs> right, now we're back to the match. Oh, he slapped him again. Oh, Puffo wants, he, he's asking for more slaps. <laughs> That's quite nice. Gure just turned his back on him, covered his head as if he thought he was going to get punched. Oh, now he has been punched. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, that's nice. That's nice somersault in the corner when he gets thrown in. That's nicely done. Very nice. Oh, that's nice. An uppercut makes him... Uh, makes him... Um, cross himself on the top rope. And uh, he's fallen off the top rope. To the apron, that's nice. It's acrobatic. I like it. It's going very long, this match, actually. Mainly because it's been fought at quite a slow pace. Because of René Goulet and the uh, the work that he can do. Nice big knee in the solar plexus from René. Apparently, uh, Lanny was coming off the ropes at 100 miles an hour. Blimey! Would have been a blur. Wouldn't have seen him. Oh, that's a back rake from Rene. Old school move. I do like a back rake. Apparently some wrestlers grow their fingernails extra long <laughs> for that back rake move. Surely don't. Nice high leg drop from Rene. I've liked his work here. He knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, let's have a look at Rene Goulet now, don't I? Rene Goulet. Oh, yeah. Passed away aged 86. That was not bad at all. Quite nice innings. Retired in 87. So he retired the following year, actually. Well, he began in 57. So blimey, he's time served, isn't he? He was in the first WWF match ever televised on the USA Network against Tito Santana. Oh, great. Considered very dependable. Lovely. He knows what he's doing with this very much. 
He knows how to keep the crowd annoyed. Well, Leaping Lanny leapt to a drop kick and just found fresh air. No water in the pool, etc., etc. This is a long match. It's been going on probably for about, what, 15 minutes? More, maybe. It seems that way anyway. But it's quite enjoyable, mainly to, because of Rene's work, if I'm honest. Oh, he's put the claw on him. He's got the black glove and he's put the claw on him. I think he was wearing a white glove, wasn't he? So he's probably wearing a white glove over the black glove. Got a fingerless glove here. Black leather glove. Sounds like a heavy metal album. And um, it's almost a Spinal Tap album, isn't it? He's got that claw on. It looks like Leaping Lanny is fighting back. Blimey, that ref was really slow. There was a roll-up, and I think there was a counter-two before he even did his counter-one. Oh, he's gone back to the claw. He's not won, he's not won a match for seven months with that, with that claw. He's going for it now. Oh, um... I have to say that, oh, he's talking to uh, Lanny, it looks like, and Lanny's selling this. It's really grimacing. Oh, no, he's talking to the ref. I like that. Oh, they're doing the arm drops three times. No, they didn't even do the once. His arm was up on the first. Did nobody give him the script? Atomic drop time. Yeah, got time to sell that. That's Rene. Big backdrop from Lanny. Oh, punches, blimey. Blimey, they're quick. Like a jackhammer punches they are from Lanny. Very nice. Is that enough, you see? Are enough of the shenanigans of Rene Goulet? I can quite understand. And here he goes. Oh, it was kind of a moonsault, but he missed it. It wasn't really a moonsault. It was more like a sort of crouch salt. And this match continues. Blimey. It's almost as if this is a main event. Maybe they're going to go for an hour long Broadway. Who knows? Goulet's going up top now. Blending tears, probably. He will. He's fired off. By Lanny. Oh, that's a nice... Oh, that's a, that was a nice senton. Was it shooting star press? From Lanny for the pin. And at that point, I'm going to stop this first part of the watch with, because I've got to get to bed. Yeah, you can't watch the next part tomorrow. Ta-ta. Oh. There you go, there's your official word. Now it's ta-ta. Ta-ta.